0: Hello. You're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode forty-four, Pockets and Pies. Enjoy the show. I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica, and you're listening to Rosie, Rosie and Jessica's day of, day of Fun. Hello and welcome. I have yet to welcome Hello. We're <laughs> rubbish at intros. One day we'll get we'll get starting the show right. Yeah. These, none of these have been broadcast. These were just practices when we finally oh, did it. Okay, them. good, yeah. good, right. Jessica, you have done much more than I have. For the first time ever. <laughs> first time For the ever. first time in forever. Well, we lasted forty-five seconds before one of us sang. That was that must be a record. And from Frozen, really. So that's <laughs> hitting the big guns. Speaking of big guns, you went to see the film Guardians, Guardians of, of the Galaxy. Galaxy. There are some guns in that. It's like an actual literal film. and metaphorical. Both of us have just done strongman mime. That doesn't work on a podcast. Call me a vet because these swans are sick. <laughs> <laughs> you never heard that one before? <laughs> no, that I took a moment to work out what the hell you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's really weird. It's not I as good it. as uh, <coughs> I was arrested the other day for taking these, these guns to school. school. It's a terrible problem. Don't they take a gun US. to school. I won't see Guardians of the Galaxy. It's really good. It's good fun good fun. I knew it would be because I'd, obviously I'd left it quite late to see it so I'd heard reviews and people had talked about it and this and that and the other. I had talked about it on this podcast. Oh yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> obviously I wasn't listening. Anyway, super enjoyable. And I now have the uh, soundtrack in my car. So as I drove up here yesterday just listening to the soundtrack. The escape song, which I didn't know was the real uh, title for what is obviously called Do You Like Pina Coladas? <laughs> It's really catchy. I didn't know it was called that until just now. <clears throat> well, yeah. I only know that because it's written on the uh, back of the CD case. Right. Deal like And you tell me Get off for singing. The rain. Rolling the ball. <laughs> Edit everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'd forgotten that was in Guardians of the Galaxy. I've just twigged why you've been singing it all weekend. Oh my God, because I played it in the car yesterday. But we sat in the car and I said, check this out. I wasn't really paying attention. Right. I was sitting in your car in my pajamas and our dad's sandals, <laughs> and yet I managed to be one of the most sensible people while everyone else attempted to check out your boot. And I've bought a new car. That's the crucial part of this. We weren't just sitting in the old car, like. Yeah, we're not that starved of entertainment. No, that's, that's tragic. Um, so we're oh, kind come of do this. Let's sort go of... sit in the car for a nice afternoon. <laughs> Doing that thing like when you get a new bag and you have to find out where all the pockets are. I was surprised. I, I did only say this yesterday and I was surprised that you were kind of working out that would have been my first thing. Sorting out all the pockets, all the storage space. I knew where all the storage space was and all the pockets and okay. stuff. I haven't worked out how to change the, the clock. See, what happened is I pressed a button and the car started talking to me yeah. and I got frightened. <laughs> Basically because I didn't know how to make it stop so I just had to take the key out of the way. Wait, engine. wait, wait. Are you in a reboot of Knight Rider? Yes. Thank you, Nabin. What's he actually called? The car is called Kit, but I don't know what the... uh... And I'm also trying to do Hal from 2001 Space Odyssey. That to me always turns into... Feel free to continue doing the background music. That always to me turns into... Everybody's dead. Everybody's dead Dave. It is Dave. No, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Open the pod bay doors, please, Hal. These aren't the droids you're looking for. These aren't the droids you're looking for. You know that remix? I'll put that in What Have We Seen This Week, except I saw it in 2009, where it's the remix of Loads of Lines from films and television. Yes. Maybe you should put that on when you drive around in your new car, which is a nice car. Maybe, thank you. You've of course lost your Girl Guiding Centenary sticker. No, I didn't. Did you peel it away? Yeah, I did. Are you going to put it on your new one? Yes, I haven't got around to that yet, but I did uh, retrieve it. Because it's one of the ones that it's not actually sticky, it's just that kind of film stuff that you... adheres to glass. Do you have a National Trust sticker? Um, I have a National Trust tax disc holder. Okay, because I have my National Trust window sticker from when we became members, because I just don't yeah, have a car. Yeah. My National Trust tax disc holder has life member written on it, so as I approach the car park, they just go, yeah, carry on, do what you like. And then people in the Morrisons car park can, you know, look at your car and go, that's the woman with her priorities. Yeah, yeah, they can. Speaking of films, uh, what films have you seen recently, Rosie? Oh, loads, actually. Like, sort of over the course of the last couple of weeks, or...? No, no, no. I saw six in an 11-hour period. Good work. I went to the Where's Andathon at the Prince Charles Cinema. Woop whoop, whoop! whoop. Ten, ten life points to whoever came up with that title. Yeah. Yeah, I've been wanting to go for a, a while, they've been doing these, and my friend Izzy and Shona and I, we went off to this. So they show six films overnight, they start at 9pm, we finish just before nine in the morning, about, maybe about half eight, I think. And they'd picked a lineup of his films he now has too many films to fit into one prince Charles sleepover but it was the perfect lineup that's better because then you can pick the cream of the crop exactly so we did not the cream of the crock as i used to think it was (laughs) (laughs) this is a right crock of cream i thought it'd be like because you have like a like a (laughs) some sort of serving vessel and you scoop the cream off the top of it (laughs) Adam and Joe used to do an amazing <laughs> thing on this called Eggcorns, where it would be people <laughs> the one, of, one of the examples where somebody thought the phrase looks like a bombs hit it was looks like a bombsy tit <laughs> <laughs> like a bombsy tit was a thing <laughs> uh, oh dear well it was the real cream of the crop <laughs> if we ever get merchandise that will be it <clears throat> badges let's get badges Rushmore, The Royal Tenenbaums, Life Aquatic, Fantastic Mr Fox, Moonrise Kingdom, The Grand Budapest Hotel. Pretty good. That's a good selection. I've recently seen Darjeeling Limited, again. It's fine, it's not great. And Bottle Rocket just doesn't get counted no for anything. Nobody really cares, do they? But they showed the short film version he made of that, with the brothers Wilson. And they showed a thing called Cousin Ben Troop Screening, which was the most pointless thing I've ever seen broadcast in a cinema because it was a skit for funnyordie.com and it was genuinely two minutes. But it yeah. is notable in that it was actually written and directed by Wes Anderson. Right. So it's not just... I, I thought when I saw about it, I thought it was just something they'd done on the set with Funny or Die. No, yeah. it was actually done by him. And it's Cousin Ben, Jason Schwartzman... From West, uh, from Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah. Getting the troupe to pay to go and see Moonrise. It's like he's running a cinema. Oh right, cool. But it's not very funny and it's like it's literally two minutes long so you go, oh wow okay. And then I made good. a joke that we were going to have another 15 minute interval and we all laugh. But it was <laughs> and great. And then did. <laughs> yeah. So we but the actual event was really good. I managed to stay up a colossally long time. Usually at any kind of overnight event like teenage sleepover or uh, evenings. I am I'm a sleeper I'm getting, I've probably slept through some quality bonding because I've gone, oh, all right, lads, I'm going to bed now. But I stayed up for... Obviously, the first one starts at nine. That's fine. Easy, yep. Second one, that was pretty much okay. Oh, after Rushmore, we went and got a cup of tea from upstairs <laughs> because they had the concession stand open all night. What you should also know is in the upstairs screen, they were doing all of the X-Men films. Brilliant. So in the queue, there were people... They one queue, but it was mixed X-Men and Anderson. But if you wore a red hat like... Team Zizu or like Max in Rushmore, yep. you got a free small popcorn, so you could easily spot quite a lot of the people going to the Wes Andathon because we were all wearing red hats. <laughs> and so we got there and went and got our seats, and then we went off to the ladies because uh, we brought our gym jams. Not everyone had done this, but I was pleased the other people had brought blankets because I brought my blanket. So I was there in full sort of grandpa pajamas and bunny slippers and my red slang kit, and I was all settled in, and then we went and got some tea, and I got a bottle of Coke, which I didn't crack out until Life Aquatic, which was quite good. And then this got through to about 2, 3 in the morning before Fantastic Mr Fox started. And it was in Fantastic Mr Fox, I first I slept through probably half of that. And I cannot say that starting to drink full-fat, full-caffeine Coke at about 3 in the morning is a great idea, because <laughs> at first it was kind of fine, I was keeping awake. And then there was a point where I was drinking it, and I thought, "I wish I were dead. <laughs> this is horrible." <laughs> and I slept a bit through Moonrise Kingdom, but those two are the ones I've seen the most, and I've seen the most recently. And, and then you I have was on DVD, exactly. And I was awake through all of Grand Budapest Hotel. However, I had lost all cognitive faculties because I had had less than an hour and a half sleep, and it was now seven... I guess it started showing that at seven, which is a normal time to be awake. Because beforehand, I was like, "Well, oh yeah, if you've made baby. it to that point, you're fine." Yeah. I couldn't really concentrate and I wanted to sit and watch it again because I've only seen it once but I couldn't do that and I would like to confess I broke a major cinema rule you got your phone out didn't you yes but I had it underneath my slanket (laughs) it just pulled up over my head and I did several tests like light tests first (laughs) to make sure you couldn't see it through even when I shoved it right against the fleece you couldn't see it through so I think I got away with it but I... <laughs> you have the image now caught up with you, of me in a cinema. Yeah. With a big fleece blanket over my face, sitting next to Izzy and Shona who are sleeping happily. <laughs> and I've just... I couldn't... I don't know what was going on. And then we went to the breakfast club for breakfast. I realized i I'm not spoken at all about the films. They were, of course, great. I had not we'll seen... seen them. I, so I have one film. film-based question. Yes. Bottle Rocket. Yes. How many brothers Wilson does it have in it? The short film version has Luke and Owen, but I don't know about the long film version. I don't know whether Andrew was doing extra stuff on it because he's on, but he might have been in the production credits. Just curious. Mm-hmm. He's the PE teacher in uh, Rushmore. Yes. Whereas Owen is the PE teacher in Fantastic Mr. Fox. Ah. But he voices him. Yes, he's like a beaver. Or something. I hadn't seen Rushmore or Life Aquatic in quite a long time. Actually, or bombs. So I was really pleased to see those, and I liked Life Aquatic a lot more the second time around. That's good. And then we went to Breakfast Club, and I had an amazing breakfast, and we all had juices, because we thought this would in some way make us healthy and alive. And then I got home. I was fine. I was sort of then went to bed for a bit and thought, well, I'll just have a, like, a lie down. And there are three hours, which is not that I lost... I, as I put it on Twitter, I think I might have been haunted during the <laughs> because I woke up and a podcast was playing that I had no recollection of putting on and then the next thing I knew I was conscious again but my iPad had been turned off and put away which I don't remember doing at all. It was that horrible daytime sleep. And then from about, I slept through light like, and I didn't eat lunch at all that day but I'd been snacking quite heavily during the yes. night. I took a banana, a carton of apple juice and a chewy bar. Because I thought those would be good foods to have if you like a potassium burst. Did I eat the banana. I did not. But I did drink the juice. It was quite surreal. But I think I'm recovered. And it was really good fun. Good. Maybe next time I'll go. Yes. It takes out your whole weekend and then into the next week because yeah. you wander around going, who am I? Yeah. <laughs> Why isn't all the text in Futura bold?" <laughs> And then the breakfast was incredible, and we perfectly timed it. We got a table straight away, and then in five minutes there was a queue the length of the shop at the breakfast club. And then when we left, there was a queue the length of several shops. Amazing. Suckers! I went to Thought Park. Yes. I found this out because on Facebook somebody <laughs> tagged you in a picture of Thought Park. And I thought we were at Thought Park. She's never gone to Thought Park. This is... No, she was actually at I'm Park. I'm at Thought Park. It was good fun. The weather was um, mixed. But, I in some ways, that was good because it meant we weren't ever standing in a queue getting roasted, kind of going, "Oh uh, sorry, I'm too hot and it's sunny and I'm burning, and I don't like it, and but we didn't get drenched either park you're going to get wet anyway. Well, that's the thing. We didn't go on any of the water rides because it wasn't sunny, but the the only downside of that is that's the point of <laughs> Thorpe Park. well, no, it wasn't it just wasn't a nice enough day to go on a on a getting wet ride. Could you please now tell the dear listeners the story about a sill <laughs> on the bridge? <laughs> so there's a ride at Thorpe Park called tidal wave Uh, and it's basically a log flume ride but on the most epic scale i think it's four people across and you're kind of in a in a giant like bus situation and i went for a friend's birthday this was 12 years ago um so this is dredging up for quite an old anecdote um i went for a friend's birthday there were three of us there uh i think it was one of the last rides we went on but we've been watching it throughout the throughout the day from various points of the park because it gets a really impressive wave coming off it it is like a tidal wave so the splash is huge and sometimes it would go over the roof of the of the like the little building next to it where you queue up. Um, so we went on it and it was great and we got soaked and it was wonderful. Um, and then we thought, oh, we'll just stand here for a bit and watch a few more people going on the ride. And, uh, and as we were standing there, my friend Rosie and I got soaked and our other friend Asil was sort of standing on the other side of the bridge and we were like yeah that was great right let's go and she went no no I I didn't get here by the way if I want to go I want to go so we all like lined up again along the bridge she was looking at her map Rosie and I looked up in time to see the biggest wave we'd seen all day coming towards us so we ran to the other side of the bridge Asil obviously didn't see this because she was holding the map and then a wave hit her and when the water had dispersed she was standing in exactly the same position but the map was no longer in her hands because it was floating along the river um, and she was completely soaked from head to toe and like 45 minutes later you could still wring out her clothes. Uh, and it was brilliant and I've never laughed so hard in my life and we had to sit down. You know when like, you have to sit down and hold on to something you're laughing so hard. No, usually I've fallen off a sofa. My high point for laughing is the time I fell off the sofa watching Ross Noble on Run 01, where they showed that vintage clip of dogs wearing clothes. And there's, there's a dog dressed as a nun pushing a little sausage dog dressed as a baby in a pram. And then there's a dog. They're all walking on their hind legs wearing like a hound's tooth coat and some glasses and a trilby. And he's walking on his hind leg and he opens a garden gate. And then he closes the gate behind him and goes along his way. And it's unfortunate because. I will never do anything as funny as that clip. <laughs> and obviously, you know, you don't agree with the animal cruelty and stuff. It's hilarious. If you ask me, they're having a great time. It's just the best thing you've ever seen. <laughs> we do not condone it. Um, so, yeah, so that was my uh, thought park anecdote. But uh, this time, we didn't go on a water ride. The only downside to that is that a lot of people weren't going on the water ride, so it made the queues for the roller coasters a bit longer. Because it just, it just wasn't, wasn't a nice enough day. But we went on four rides. Stealth is very good. In a whole day. Yeah. Well, we had lunch, and you have to queue for a long time. The pro- stealth usually has two cars operating, but one of them was had been taken out of commission, so the they actually took twice as long <laughs> for being too conspicuous. <laughs> and it was nice because, like, we were having a nice chat and sort of hanging out. It's just we were hanging out in a queue to then be like flung. <laughs> 100 feet in the air and kind of chucked around and stuff. Stealth is really good. It takes off, in, the drop is incredible, but that's not, not the, the the bad part. The bad part is when it starts and it goes from no miles an hour to about 80 in the space of no time at all. And even though you know it's coming and you've watched everyone else go on it and you see the green light come on and you're sitting with your back and your head against the chair, you're still slammed into your chair and your face is like in one of those G4 simulators they have for um, astronauts. What you get to experience being in a pop or a band. <laughs> Sorry, a G4 simulator. Yes. <laughs> I hate the very idea of that. You say, oh, you went to Thorpe Park, and I think, I want to go to Thorpe Park. And then I remember that I hate motion, <laughs> mechanics. The first, the first one we went on was not, it, it wasn't a roller coaster, I can't remember what it's called, but it's sort of six arms with five seats kind of attached to a central thing and it goes up and it sort of spins around nope. and, the, and the arms twist around and you sort of nope. trot about a bit which was really fun until the but I, it went on for too long after a while you're like yeah I get it now yeah now I'm starting to feel a bit sick to be I'd honest. rather be on a uh, roller coaster than a spinny thing yeah I would um, we, the saw one was very good why would you go on no, that? not scary not the maze is there a maze? No, oh my no God. There's, a, there's a maze that has like actors and stuff and they just kind of creep up behind you and you go in a line and, so, and the people at the back get picked off and like led out a door so as you go through they you lose your party and obviously just sort of just like you know hope you hope you enjoy the ride get out this side door place please madam here? not been on that not up for that that's not my but thing. the ride the ride is not scary it's just a roller coaster with they don't have an animatronic carrie always soaring off his foot then no 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 they have they've sort of dressed the scene you know as you, as you queue up for it you're queuing in like fake razor wire it's not razor wire at all. It's just <laughs> wire. Um, and like kind of metal fences and stuff. And okay. then they've got like uh, loads of just sort of shop mannequins lying about and sort of bits of old, well, basically old farm equipment. So it's basically a bit kind of, ooh, ugh. but it's not. Yeah, the ride is actually quite good. Um, we're made even better by the fact that the guy, <laughs> there were five of us and then, and it's an eight man sort of mm-hmm. uh, car type thing. And there are two chaps got on with us. Um, And one of them clearly thought he was going to die because he spent the entire ride. Apparently, I didn't I didn't hear him say this as he got on. and I'm glad because I was sitting directly behind him. But his opening line to uh, my friend Sophie was, I'm really sorry if I throw (laughs) up. He didn't. That's fine. But But he he didn't want to be on edge that that was going to happen. No, Um, but he clearly thought that, like, his life was over because he spent the entire hour going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And so all I could hear was him doing that and the five of us just crying with laughter. So we all got off and just tears running down off of, like, mascara everywhere because we just laughed so hard. And you were also, like, really wind-beaten. It just, (laughs) all of us mildly hysterical. It was brilliant. And I had some overpriced chips in a 50s-style restaurant. I do like the dragon ride at Legoland. Yeah, I'd go back to Legoland. Oh my god, let's go to Legoland. Podcast and meetup, we're going to Legoland. Can you knit Lego? Probably. Probably. I don't need to go back there for another 12 years. When I'm 40, if someone says let's go to Thorpe Park, tell me I don't want to do that. Okay. I went to see that production of Medea I teased in the previous episode. Have some Madea Medea. Exactly. Oh, how was it? Great. First so day, I got to see my friend Freya, which was delightful. Lovely. And on my way from Waterloo to the National Theatre, there were people giving out free, not free tea drinks. So there was one that was green tea, right? Things. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you could take as many as you like. So I took two, and Freya and I shared. Or well, we tried each other's. Yeah. And the one I had, I took a sip of, and it was cherry flavoured, and I thought it was like cherry tea and some kind of acai thing. Cherry bomb. And I had it. And I thought, this tastes like a really cheap alcohol I've had. Oh my God, what is it? And I started having flashbacks to the Willow in York. And then, about 15 is minutes it later, it's cherry lambrini. It's <laughs> cherry And then I enjoyed it. But Until <laughs> then, I was like, I don't like it at all. I don't think I've had cherry sours once, mm. you'd, once you'd reconciled yourself with what yeah. it was. I was sidebar. I was in Sainsbury's the other day, nearly accidentally bought an alcoholic wine. I realised it was fine. So I had this free beverage, and then we went to see the show, and it was the performance that was broadcast live for NT Live. So we had Emma Freud, who was a little introduction. Nice. And then we got a nice. short film and then it started. And the cameras were not really at all invasive. Yeah. They have a big one on kind of a boom that slides out which makes noise. But it took me quite a long time to work out that was the noise. I thought it was like a soundscape. So went, <laughs> whoosh, and then I realised it was the thing sliding out on the camera. Uh, Helen McCrory was unbelievably good. And the way they handled the ending was amazing and absolutely devastating. Like, just so moving. Oh my god. Can I just check? In Medea. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Murders the kids. That's fine. Yeah. They don't go into a pie. That's a different... That's a different... That's Titus Centronicus, right? Or something Sweet <laughs> It's Titus Centronicus, right. Yeah yeah no in this one uh... she, they're just dead just like they're just wheeled on at the end right yes and in, in this initially... one she carried them off in sleeping bags okay and helen mccroy's is so good and you know it was really really good i bought myself a program lovely and because it started at seven so it could be broadcast it was only an hour and a half oh, i was owned by nine thirty. that's very civilized i know do you have a song i do um, it is don't judge me it's we are never ever getting back together by Taylor Swift because it's so catchy it's really catchy and she has knitted wallpaper in the video and then Jim Jams on like it's it's a it's tromplot it's not actual somebody's knitted wallpaper pinned it's, pin scarved it's the a picture of okay wallpaper of cabling should I get cabled wallpaper no yeah no I should okay there's a lot going on here yeah. Yeah. bake off chat So we have a couple of episodes to cover. Firstly, we have Pie Week, which was a couple of weeks ago, which finally saw Norman fall on his overly lavender sauce. And I think... I I think correctly. The time was right. The time, yes. I liked how tactful Sue and indeed Paul were when they ate the disgusting meringue full of lavender and rather than going... That is vile. Right. Have you tried to kill? It? Like the time that I got given wasabi chocolate. or that time I had the very salty water on guide camp, and I thought I'd been poisoned, and I ran around shouting, "My God, I've been poisoned!" They instead sort of went, "What's in this, Norman?" <laughs> and he said, "Oh, it's all of the lavender in the world." <laughs> and I said, "Oh, it's it's a touch strong." and then you know, as a, a nosebleed just slowly <laughs> started dripping down their face. So I think that was fine. And he charming as ever on his his farewell. Yeah. Yeah. On an extra slice. And I know that it didn't go exactly to plan for Martha, but the prospect of pulled pork and sweet potato... Oh my goodness. In a pie the size of a spare tyre. I love pies so... So, so I my head. As I said on Twitter, I would quite like to be buried in a hot water pastry coffin. <laughs> so you could eat your way out if there's been a mistake. Well, exactly. And I loved... I love pulled pork and I love sweet potato. There are autumn flavours, there are a lot of autumnal flavours going on in those pies. I was very happy. This reminds me, I want to go to eat and go to get their pulled pork in a brioche bun, which they did last year. Okay. And I ate quite, it might have been a summer thing. I hope it's an autumn thing. I ate it a lot when I was last working in an office and they get, you get a really good slaw with it. I never really liked coleslaw until I had that. Mm. But back to bake off. Custard What's tarts. Technical. Uh, it was. Was that the mini pear pies? That was pastries pie week pastry week yeah it was yeah i like the description on extra slice this week where somebody said that richard's pie which <laughs> is pear pies looked like pears which had once met some pastry <laughs> but martin was having a really good run in fact she's very good at the technical she yeah. just obviously has a natural baking instinct because she doesn't have she all, all the recipe. Stuff. yeah but she just sort of knows yeah. how to do it and they had that clip on Extra Slice where she said she'd not practised it. It would have turned out okay. So we had European Cake Week, which I yeah. did not pay full attention to because I had friends over and we were reading Eclairs. It's European. Exactly. Well, Emma said I'm going to bring a European cake. And you can't really get things like Herbal Kirkle, or whatever they were called, in Sano's. So we had, <laughs> we had Cream Eclairs. But technically they're a cake, and technically they're from France. So... Yeah, that's fine. And it was very good. I... Felt again the correct decision was made to keep them keep everybody in. Yes, because we'd lost Diana. Yes, so we were a person down. Yes, or or if anything, we were a person we were a loss up. Yes, and with Kate and Richard, they actually hadn't had dreadful, it wasn't like they'd had no, disasters. It wasn't like it, it, it was a tricky decision. They are too good this year because usually, even when you get to this point, you can still sort of pick off the weaklings. Yeah, like the sore maze. But yeah, this year you feel, if any of them, if they did a final now, I could be like, yeah, I understand why and they're any there. one of them could Yeah, I felt like, although they kind of had to do this thing of being like, you both didn't have a great week. They didn't have a great week, but they didn't have... Yeah, one, nobody died. No. No one threw anything in a bin or poisoned people with lavender. Or tried to serve Mary Berry green carpet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I thought Chetna hadn't been Starbaker before and she have really deserved it, because those the way she'd made the little baubles on the oiled grapes yeah. and they looked fantastic. That was clever. And all of the caramel... And I liked when Nancy described Paul as the male judge. That was hilarious. (laughs) She's good. I like Nancy. I like them all. Yes, it's a nice bunch of grapes. They've been oiled and dipped in caramel. Uh, Oh. (laughs) But we are coming to... We've only got a few weeks left. Four weeks? Four weeks, I think. I said on Twitter this morning, we are in the blessed time of year where Bake Off hasn't finished and Strictly has started. Yes. So we're not really going to do Strictly chat. You've... Them, well, I've not that. seen the evening, and presumably we now have a three week break where they go off and learn to dance yes but I watched that this morning so we'll be bringing Strictly chat we've got Bake Off chat you know it's all great it's all great great British Bake Off oh just oh. pull something in my neck doing that it's fine Carry on. I realised that we advertised the last episode as having our opinions on the incident, and then my friend Charles was listening to it shout out holler and i realized we actually just spoke very little about it oh. but i just want to say that i thought diana on extra slice they treated her very well obviously you get lovely joe brand there yeah and she said her bit but it wasn't all about that and she got to talk about other things and they talked about her baking and they sandwiched it nicely between the fact that the poor woman has had a terrible accident which were a baker she's lost her t- uh, sense yeah. of taste must be devastating then incident then how nice her baking was, how great her train was, how it's nice that she and Martha like have something to link with spending like, yeah. 50 years apart in age. I thought it was very good. I think that Ian's ice cream would have melted, whatever anyone did. It was out of the thing for 40 seconds. As she said, she got it out, it was on the bench. He walked was... across the tent yeah. and picked it up and it collapsed and she started, con- she continued on her baking. Yeah, so they, they didn't even know what was going on until everything sort of kicked off and Until he, you know what i think it was quite an angry man yeah threw a cake in a bin yeah never threw what a, what a waste even if you don't present it if you, if you said you can't have this cake i'd have sat and eaten it yeah cake yeah precisely we'll see just very cross probably a bit hot as well yeah probably just some air conditioning in that tent for god's sake i know so that's actually my, I think, Vincent. But I thought, I thought, extra Slice was really good this week. Yes, I enjoyed it. Um, see what I mean about favourite play? Yeah, she was really it was, funny. It was the mention of the bubonic pl- plague. Yeah, that was really good. She <laughs> was really entertaining. What's, What's your song, Rosie? Prince Johnny by Saint Vincent. Ah, Prince Charming. Ah, Prince Charming. Oh, I'll take that. She was on the Kate Bush documentary I mentioned on the last episode, and I'd seen her mentioned on Rookie, uh, online magazine I really light. Yep. Like. yep. I thought I'll listen to this because a lot of the music I listen to isn't kind of new, cool music as evidenced by most songs I've <laughs> suggested for this feature. Yeah. And this is an album that came out in the last year, I oh, think. Oh my greyhounds. I know. And I listen to that and it's cool and she's she's like a cool person who makes cool records in a way that I feel like maybe I shouldn't be listening to that. Could she sing a show tune? <laughs> but it's really good and I actually had difficulty picking from the album but I, I, oh, I like cool. the whole album St Vincent by St Vincent yeah good good I should check them out it's one person well I should check it out she's a lady I should check her out what's your snack of the day right avocado chopped in half and then you take the stone out and then you pop a bit of hummus in the the void really tasty and then you just eat it with a spoon and then you eat it with a spoon that's an actual snack okay good oh it's avocado and hummus because avocado hummus is something you can get right yes you can yes it's avocado and hummus Mm. In hummus, yes. Tuna and the sweet corn. It's not mashed together though. You don't put it in a blender? No. That's borderline face mask. I think people who are putting avocados in face masks are wasting avocados. Yeah. A banana, that's fine. That's like 17p. But an avocado is a pricey fruit. Which is of course how I like to be described. <laughs> <laughs> Needle and fed. Needle and fed. I've totally finished that cardigan. And I'm really glad that you came over because I was showing you my Rico V-neck striped version of the cardigan that I've been knitting for 14 months. And I finished it in front of Sweets Made Simple the other week. Which, by the way, was a great programme. I really enjoyed that. Oh, loved it. Loved it. I'm um, I was... I could have done with a couple more episodes. Mm. I'm sure they'll do another series. I think so. There's only four, and I was expecting six. Yes, so you would. I watched it on the train, so I downloaded it onto my phone. I've done that for the I first time this week. Train. It's so good, it's super exciting. I watched Alex Polizzi, the Fixer, because I love Alex Polizzi, and now she's moved to the BBC for this. Story. Maybe I shall download the Sausages program. It's pretty it good. No, that's, and they're doing serious up at the moment. Oh, cool. Well, the Horizon thing about Should I Eat Meat, I did. That's how I watched mm. that as well, so it might be available. Mm-hmm. So I felt super forward-facing living because I was watching watched it on the tube. I took it to Starbucks. I watched it while I, at my desk. I spread this episode out over a full day. That's impressive. <laughs> uh, yeah, I finished this cardigan in front of Sweet Space get simple. back to Yeah. Oh, well, well, well. And I sewed it up, and I thought it was like... It's like Mad-Eye Moody, because it just looked horrible Frankenstein kind of... Because oh, you have to sew all the pieces together, and i said sitting like, this is really awful. Like Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas. But actually, like Sally, it's beautiful. Yeah. Because I got it out today, and it did not look half as bad as it <laughs> did. I've, I'm not very good at sewing things up. And when I sew them up inside out, which I would think is the right thing to yeah. do, then they somehow just look better on the reverse. I don't know. But this one looks much better than I thought it did it's not perfect Good. I don't have neat things like I In- intern Kaylee tried it on she looked fine yeah she looks great it's far too big for her but that's done and I haven't cast anything on thin but I um, I'm considering my options um, but I'd like to have a project because oh I right well I watch a lot of television I know no one's making me but obviously the Fraser project is limping on and um... then <laughs> they're going up to triple bills from tomorrow rather than double. So I have to devote... I mean, I watched it at 1.3. That's like 45 minutes a day of Frasier, which I know is not that much, but I have been watching Frasier for about 10 weeks now. It's it's insane. I've watched so much Frasier, and I love it. It's really good, but it's too much. You shouldn't do this to yourself, but I can't stop because I'm so close. So I'd quite like to have something to do while I watch TV. Do you remember when the hard drive was just full of the Gilmore Girls? Yeah, and I had to come home from university and watch loads of Gilmore Girls, and if you watch that at 1.3... You really have to be paying attention. <laughs> you can't knit in front of that. They speak so fast. So I'm going to find something maybe simple to knit, like a sock. <laughs> and I think I need to reassess the wool I'm using for my waterfall cardigan because it doesn't have enough give. Oh, it's true. too string-like. You know, this wool, its there's a soft, there's a bounciness to it. Yeah, it's not happening. It's not happening. It's not the one. Well, I am getting on quite well with my boot liners. Um, they are, they're a bit of an odd shape because of the way you, the decrease for mm-hmm. the the toe and then the heel but then they're not socks they're boot liners so i think it's fine and you put one of your socks and in they're inside your wellies are So they like pointy maybe... flippers they are a little bit like those nice norwegian gloves <laughs> yes they are exactly like that they look like um they almost look like the shape of a of a ballet shoe of a, a point shoe because they kind of the way oh they be... and then obviously you put your foot in they stretch out so it's i imagine being wool i don't give you the support to actually do one point no i wouldn't do that no that would be <laughs> unadvised But maybe you could put, if you knitted them longer, you could put them over your shoes to keep your legs warm. It's very cold in Russia, and they do dance in Russia. I just watched a two-part documentary on the princesses, the Romanov princesses, and it was quite good, but every time they showed a picture of Rasputin, our dad and I burst into laughter, because he's so absurd looking, and he's got these completely bonkers eyes. mad Russian monk with the mad staring eyes. Yeah, and... That at one point, he sent the Tsar a comb, which was a mistake, because if he had a comb, he really should have been using it. I mean, I was surprised <laughs> he owned one at all. And and he he ate all foods, including soup, with his hands. And <laughs> what? yet this is what? the sexy man that all the Russian ladies want to hang out with. And he was allowed into, like, the yep. court of yeah. soup with his hands. <laughs> I know. That's... And that beard as well. That's a soup strainer, if ever I saw one, like... <laughs> Actually, ridiculous. And they thought, yeah, I think will be really good for us as as the emperor uh, and empress of all Russia, hanging out with this dude. <laughs> um, that makes me think of the bit in Scrubs where a janitor explains why he's so good at cleaning because his mother used to make him clean up if he dropped food on the floor. He would have to clean up after himself and do it enough so that he could eat his meals off the floor. He would have to literally eat his meal off the floor. Soup <laughs> night was always the worst. <laughs> But it's alright because Anastasia was alive really and then she was Meg Ryan and then she married John Cusack and it was fine. We all want to marry John Cusack. And Kelsey Grammer plays that fat Russian <laughs> oh God, dude. Oh he does, yeah. Third base. <laughs> uh, I'm, so I haven't... Yeah, so the socks... They, yeah, fine. Wait, wait, wait. Where does Fivel come into that story? Oh, he's headed West ages ago. Okay, cool. I'm getting on with those socks now. I should have them finished for the next podcast. It's about the fact I have had a week off work just kind of easing up my annual leave, chilling relax out relax or cool or shoot and... i've not played yeah, we'll basketball we'll um i've not actually done any knitting this week but i'm gonna do a spot of quilting when i get in um and i made a victoria sponge yesterday which i can say is very good thank you it's not as good as the one i made the week before because I, I didn't have any oil i had to use margarine which sounds horrendous but for a vegan recipe this makes perfect sense um so it wasn't as light but uh, yeah i was quite pleased with it. Does it Does what, what have, have we seen this week? What have we, have we seen, seen this, this week? week. Hey! It's autumn. The best season of all. Knitwear and corduroy. And. Spotter tweed. Staying indoors. Poor weather. Warm foods. Sausages. Stews. Hot puddings. Oh, my greyhounds, I'm going to make a sausage stew. Yeah, correct. Old foods. A, a pie. A, a custard. A hot custard. Oh, no, I'm a custard. I bought a tin of um, barbecue baked beans the other day oh great they're um, Heinz obviously other bean manufacturers are available but <laughs> why on earth would you buy a non Heinz bean beans means Heinz um, they've done a whole range of flavours good grief um, as a treat I was I was bought um one of these mini tins for the beans of the sausages nice, those sausages nice. Are on some level the best sausages. On the, I mean, they're disgusting. <laughs> they are the best sausages. On <laughs> that, the planet. that linked back because I was thinking you would put haricot beans in with the sausage Yeah, casserole. of course you would. And I was thinking you could just empty that. <sighs> or the curry ones maybe would be interesting. All of my interests meet as a fulcrum, a fulcrum. <laughs> at autumn, September. All this is disappointing because as a child, September first, you are in your winter school uniform. It is raining. There are chestnuts. Actually, you need to get to like not September twentieth. Not yet, too soon. If not too soon. sometimes it's been sunny on my birthday in early you October. Can, you can go back to school in your summer uniform. Yeah, but in my mind, back to school, autumn leaves and the da 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 da. And the little the chestnut shell. Autumn nutshell. days when the grass is green. The silk inside <laughs> a chestnut shell. Jet planes <laughs> meeting in the air <laughs> to be refueled and the things I love, things love so well. So I mustn't forget. I thought having started an absurdly based tone, I'd go. The greatest song on earth. Autumn. That is literally the best song we ever had to sing in assembly. I'm sorry, assembly. Assembly. Praise assembly. We had assembly every... Like, no, I've said it properly. We had assembly every day. But Tuesday was praise assembly. Yeah, and you know what the point of praise assembly was? To learn the songs we were going to sing and family assembly on Friday. Monday assembly was like the start of the week. Praise assembly on Tuesday was like after lunch. Yeah. Just singing. Wednesday was like a sort of... Maybe there'll be a guest on Wednesday, <laughs> or <laughs> it was like a sort of spoken kind of yeah. thing. Thursday, don't remember often, maybe some sort of story. Yeah. That story about Jesse Boot setting up his pharmacy. That yes, it was had. one of those, yes, it, that sort of, yeah, uh, Friday family assembly. And of course there was that time that pigeon flew into a window. Classic. <laughs> Absolutely, yep. Anyway, what I'm saying is, I love autumn so, so, so much. much. Flames on the side of my face. I'm in full autumn mode. All the things I love hot beverages, duvets, Rufus Wainwright. Yes, I'm getting in. I'm listening to John Rutter. I've got a stack of Women's Weekly. I went to a pub on Friday and realised that I probably should socialise more because I thought it was acceptable to show somebody the several issues of Women's Weekly I had brought with me in case they oh, got bored. Oh, my um, Greyhounds. I had not brought them to the pub to read. I had them in my bag in case I wanted to read them at lunch. Right, okay, okay. But um, still, 24 Women's Weekly. What's wrong with you? Well, I, technically they're for our mum, but we share them. Okay. We, I I pay for the subscription, but it was the, her Christmas present. You know, they have young people write in. All I I'm lo- saying is it's not as good as good housekeeping. No, but you'll note that I also have a stack of good housekeeping. Nothing is as good as good housekeeping. That's the best. I love autumn. So I love the Onion article, Mr. Autumn Man spotted walking through park or whatever it is. And it's this great article about a man in knitwear and a plaid sweater a plaid shirt going off to buy a coffee and then he's going to go and play football with some friends and like slow roast some pork and tomorrow he's going to stay in bed and read the papers and Mr. Autumn this satirical figure genuinely the ideal man for me so yes on Friday, <laughs> I forgot what day it is who am I? Uh, Betsy's been dead 10 years I went to work on Friday that's not interesting um, it's a little bit interesting <laughs> When was the last time you'd been to work before that? Monday. What was the last time we'd been to work before that? January. I took myself off for an afternoon treat because it was Friday, because I was earning. Friday. Friday. Can I get Going into Starbucks for the first pumpkin spice latte. Friday. No. Uh they are, as I described, on Twitter. Intriguingly disgusting, like a blister. <laughs> You're kind of hypnotised by it, but also huh, I this is a better of, once like, they've burst and kind of dried out. You don't want your pumpkin spice latte to burst or try out. Oh, I misunderstood. (laughs) This metaphor has gone woefully off-piste. So I had my first pumpkin spice latte of the season. I've had them before, and they're kind of gross, but there's something kind of like, yeah, I'm having an autumn beverage. I've never had one. Don't. I mean, have one. Have a small. You know how you can go and order a small menu, like, Uh, have a half. a half, have a half. I'm going to get a soya decaf because caffeine makes me go hog wild, <laughs> and I forgot. And then I had all this milk, and then I the first I... thing I did was try and eat some of the cream, and I hailed the cinnamon off the top, so I started choking. So I tried to drink back some of it to, to lubricate my throat, which but I got cream all over my nose, and there was a guy opposite me playing the Nintendo DS, and he was looking at me like, are "You wanna, you wanna secure day release? <laughs> Is this?" Have you com- what? What's wrong with you? <laughs> and then I start watching my sausage program. Not out loud. I had it on headphones. <laughs> and at one point in it, they say, "This man, he's from the British Pig Executive." <laughs> uh, you are so, a British Pig Executive. So, what have we seen this week? Mister Autumn Man, but also the first pumpkin spice latte of the season. It's the coffee of the season. Of coffee. <laughs> I also read a fascinating article about the economy of Neopets and how they have a terrible problem with inflation because as new accounts signed up in its heyday, you got a a bonus. You get a certain amount of their online Neopoints cash. But as you play their games, you automatically get the cash. But there's no gold standard for it. So as more people joined and people started playing games all the time, they just had hyperinflation. And so things that used to cost something like 6,000 Neopoints for, like, a paintbrush to paint your Neopet blue. Now costs 60, like, 600,000 things. When you started describing that, what I was hearing was, um, Ponzi scheme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like a terrible... No, 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 this is I all... knew, I knew that it wasn't <laughs> deliberate. I was going, okay, this, this is a... So when you sign your friends up, up you get 100 Neopoints. You get Neopoints. some of their Neopoints, and then when they sign up, and you also get... But it trickles down, it's a trickle-down economy to the one person who started Neopets. Yeah. This, is a, this is a computer, fluffy pet game-based... Ponzi scheme. Yeah. No. No. Um, interesting fact, the guy who kind of is responsible for Ponzi schemes wasn't actually doing it deliberately to fleece people. He just accidentally <laughs> he invented just, a straight fraud just... rubbish. I learned that on the um how stuff works Ponzi Scheme episode. Dear listener, by the time you listen to the next episode I'm gonna be a student. OMG. Do you get an NUS card? Yeah. Tate's going shopping. Good. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. I really liked that. To find out more and to look at our show notes, you can visit our website at rosyandjessica.co.uk. You can email us at sayhello to rosyandjessica at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Twitter, The Day of Fun Show. You can listen to our shows on Mixcloud, or you can download us from iTunes. See you soon. Yes, I did it. I killed Yvette i hated her so much it it the it flame flames flames on the side of my face breathing breath heaving breaths